It is, it is good to be back. And, uh, you know, I, I, I have to ask you this question. Is that, have you ever been encouraged in such a way that it really stuck? That it really, it really stayed with you, okay? Some of you, I want you to think about that. And some of you may know that in a past life, I was a little bit of a runner. Um, and on my, my second marathon, um, I remember it was maybe... Maybe mile 17, which if you've, if you've done a marathon or a half marathon, um, you know that like mile 17, they refer to it as like the wall, that, 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 the part where your body's energy systems completely start to change over and it becomes really difficult. Well, it was at that point that I was, I was running and I remember, you know, and there's like marathons. I hope, I hope that in some time in your life you get to run a marathon or a half marathon um, because it is just it is such an encouraging thing. It is such an encouraging thing. Um, there's all different forms of encouragement. But I remember at that point in the race, like I was, I, I, needed, I needed some strength. And uh, I remember looking over at the, the sidewalk or... or um, the, the fans who were cheering people on at the street, and I locked eyes on a man who looked like a stereotypical coach. I think he might have been wearing sweatpants. Um, he could have had a clipboard in his hand. I wasn't sure. But I, and I tell you what, I locked eyes with him, even though he was wearing sunglasses, and he looked at me, and he said something that has never been said to me in all the days that I've run. He's like, come on, man, you're running beautiful. And... And I remember thinking how bizarre that was. But at the same, for whatever reason, I received it. I believed it. I'm like, I am running beautiful. I am, I'm running beautiful. And it really helped. It really helped. I, it was encouragement that stuck with me. It was encouragement that had, had some sort of staying power. And it strengthened me for the journey ahead. And so as I read this passage and as I hear... Um, the passage that, that Liz read for us. And I think of what it would be like to be one of the members of this church in Philippi to hear, to hear these words of Paul's encouragement. And I think it had some staying power. I think, it, I think it really stuck with them to hear Paul saying to them that I'm praying for you and I am thanking God for you. And it's with joy that I'm able to do that that I always pray with joy, that I thank God every time I remember you. Wow. And he says this. It's like, this is, for me, this is that running beautiful, that I'm confident, Paul's saying that I'm confident that he who began a good work in you will carry it on to completion until the day of Christ. Wow. Wow. He said that. And I think how powerful it would be to receive that. To say, do you know that Paul's confident in us of the good work that Christ is doing? And I'm reminded of an experience kind of along those lines. Before I came to seminary, I was, uh, I was finishing up the tail end of my second summer um, serving in a community off the coast of Myrtle Beach, South Carolina. And 
I was helping to direct a youth mission camp, and we were, we were working really in partnership with this church, and it was a host church, and I went to receive communion there. And so I'm, I'm, coming, I'm coming forward to receive it, and Father Jason, one of the pastors there, put the communion wafer in my hand, and I noticed that it was in two pieces. I remember looking down and being kind of confused, kind of side-eyeing some of the other people who were at the altar rail. Like, are they getting two pieces as well? Like, what's going on here? This is a one piece, but it was broken in half. And see, Father Jason had been a person in my life um, those two summers who had discipled and had led devotions for me and my staff. And he was such an encouragement to us, and it was through those conversations that I started to discern God's call to ministry. And it was, it was alongside Father Jason and my staff, and actually Father Jason's family, that I initially answered the call uh, to ministry. And so after the service, I asked Father Jason, I was like, what, what was the deal with, those, with the, the broken communion? And he said to me, he said, Sam, in our in our tradition, that's customarily a practice that's done among clergy. And I know that you're not there yet, but it's strength for the journey. Strength for the journey. It's that kind of encouragement that stays with you. There hasn't been a time since that I have received communion where I haven't been reminded of those words. Strength for the journey. You see, because... Father Jason and even that guy in the sunglasses and sweatpants was able to see something in me by faith. The runner who completes the race. The person who's able to complete what God has laid out for us. It's Paul's words that say, I am confident that Christ is going to complete the work he started in you. Praise the Lord. Praise the Lord. That God's not a God who starts a work that he doesn't intend to finish. That, that he hasn't brought you here. And, and, and let me think, and if you'll imagine with me, the Father Jasons who have, who have spoken strength for the journey in your life. Who have given you an encouraging word that has helped to carry you through some of those people are in this room here with us now who have encouraged us every step of the way knowing that God will be, will be faithful, knowing that it's in his good character. Paul's speaking not only from experience, but look at this. I skipped over this intentionally, but I'm going to come back to it. Verse 5, because of your partnership in the gospel. Your partnership in the gospel. That's just, it's not just... Paul's not just speaking because of his confidence in Christ, but he's also seen the ways that the Philippians have joyfully received the gospel, and not just on a one-time occasion, but from the first day until now. And Dr. Keener and others have pointed out that that, that word for partnership is actually an economic term. That they have partnered, they've got skin in the game, they have supported Paul each uh, and his ministry from the very beginning. That they have sowed into it. And I look and I see a room full of people who have sowed into the gospel in their own lives. Who have partnered 
with the good news, with the Holy Spirit, with, with what has been received. And some of us have gotten to see a portion of that complete. And I hope that we can stand here as witnesses to you all as we receive diplomas and, and some, for some of us hoods, fancy recognition that it's been the Lord all the way. That we have, we have been glad partners, glad partners for a king who strengthens us for the journey. Amen. And so here's, here's something else that I, that I love about this, is that, that as we see, we see in verse, verse 9 that there's this prayer. So not only in starting in verse 4, we see that Paul says, you know, I've been, I've been praying, and I'm praying with joy, and I'm praying for you guys. But then he says, and this is what I've been praying. In case you were wondering what that good work looks like, what the end of the race might, might be like, he says, this is my prayer. This is what I want to strengthen you for, that your love may abound more and more in knowledge and depth of insight, that you may be able to discern what is best, that you may be pure and blameless until the day of Christ. Notice that recurrence. Till the day of Christ, that's intentional. God finishes the work. This is a work that he longs to do and that we would be a people filled with the fruit of righteousness that comes through Jesus Christ to the glory and praise of God. Wow. That's, that's a picture of the kingdom. That's a picture of this already but not yet tension that we live in is that God is strengthening us so that we would be a community that's shaped by abounding love and knowledge and discernment that's able to, to choose what's best. That's pure and blameless and filled with the fruit of righteousness. Wow. I know that there are times, maybe you're like me, and you're, you think, man, I have no idea how that's going to happen. It sounds good, but I'm not sure. I'm not sure how that, how that could unfold. But I love how Paul is saying, the one who started it is the one who plans to finish it. And it's, it's, it's those words that he's saying, take it moment by moment, strength for the journey, strength for each new day. And I might add this point too. That we receive this encouragement for a reason. That we don't just get to be the Philippians in this story. But by the goodness and the grace and mercy of Christ, we get to, we get to be the Paul in this story as well. We get to be the ones who can testify and say, I know who Christ has been in my life. And it's by faith in Jesus that I can see what he's doing in yours. And I think about the magnitude of a room full of people who are about to be sent out into a kingdom and into, into a coming kingdom that's able to strengthen others for the journey. To say that God who started the work in you will complete it. He's not, he's not about unfinished business. He's not about unfinished business. And he longs to finish it for us. 
We get to be both sides. We get to be the ones who joyfully receive, who partner, and who also get to, get to give that deposit. And I love that, that Christ, that Christ would, would come and would give this reminder right here to say if ever you needed encouragement to stay with you, to stick with you, I'm going to give you regular encouragement. I'm going to give you regular encouragement so that it will strengthen you for the journey, not just once, but every single time that you receive it, step by step, day by day, new mercy by new mercy, that God will carry us all the way, that he will complete the work all the way and ask if we will joyfully partner with him. That's my prayer is that everything that's been laid out on this table, that we would receive it as a community, that we would get to live into it, that we would be those joyful partners in all of the magnificent expressions and challenges that that, that, that comes with. And so it's with hope and peace that I lift up this prayer over you, that this is my prayer, that your love may abound more and more in knowledge and in depth of insight so that you may be able to discern what is best and may be pure and spotless and blameless until the day of Christ, that you would be filled with the fruit of righteousness that comes through Jesus Christ to the glory and praise of God. And I'm confident that he who began a good work in you will carry it unto completion until the day of Christ Jesus. It's in the name of the Father and the Son and the Holy Spirit, I pray. Amen.